Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Undying Light listeners. I am your host, Pastor Alex, and we are back at it once again with another new episode on Friday and another new book that we are going to unpack. So I have decided in this journey, even basically since we are not going through them in in order, we're going to look at Malachi next. And I haven't decided whether we're going to hit all the minor prophets uh, or if we're going to just hit some of these these that we've done so far and then we'll move on to some other content. Um, I really am kind of at the point where more than likely what we'll end up doing is uh, getting into scripture and looking at uh, these books verse by verse and we will pick up on all of this different uh, content and genre and, and focusing points from the Old Testament to the New Testament and we'll unpack those uh, in time. I think that's kind of the direction I want to take this show uh, is as a means to unpack scripture and make it segregated enough that you can listen to an episode and, and get the picture on a particular episode. And so we'll figure out how we'll stack those. Uh, I don't know if we'll start with Genesis and then kind of work through if we're going to start in the New Testament and go. Uh, I, like I said, I, I, that's just kind of in the back of my head as being uh, some thoughts now. So uh, it feels like I've been in haven't been in the studio for a long time. It is uh, a little bit later in the week than I'm normally used to recording because at this juncture, uh, I've usually have produced two or so episodes. Uh, and, and I usually do Thursday and Friday being sermon and bulletins and all that sort for Sunday service, but I'm not preaching this Sunday. I'm actually going out of town for my son's first birthday. And, uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. So I get kind of a weekend off if you would, but I still have to do the bulletins and I still have to prep the church and all that stuff because being a, uh, you know, the secretary and pastor and all the other stuff combined, it uh, leads to a lot of extra work on uh, the days before. And uh, that's totally fine. though. I enjoy it. And uh, I'm glad the Lord has blessed me with this calling because it has been um, an honor to be where I'm at and to, you know, continue preaching through this um content and working through this in you know the last two years that I've been here uh, I am so so thankful to have this freedom and this opportunity so 
So before we get into the show at hand, just your weekly commercials, since I only do them on Fridays and I spare you that on Tuesdays, uh, just the basic stuff, right? It's the supporting this episode or this show, this series, this content that uh, if you find to be valuable to you, then please join us on Patreon and I, I promise that I will continue pumping out content and information. A lot of what we do is early podcast shows, Bible studies, group chats, Discord. Uh, you'll get access to papers and things that I work on and any writings and things that I do in the future. You'll have early and full access to all of that. And uh, so that's, you know, a huge perk. And I think the Bible studies is pretty crucial because there's not a lot of... Uh, people that take that opportunity to to do so and so i hope uh, that you would have the opportunity to come alongside us you could do so for a dollar a month or ten dollars and twenty cents for the whole year that gives you 12 months of unlimited access to everything that i do or you can give more if you decide but all i ask is a dollar a month and that gets you full access so that is the patron and you can go to patron.com forward slash undying light notes are in the show notes or the link is in the show notes if I would. And the other thing is logos. Uh, we're getting into September and I have gotten my email for the September offerings. And so I want to just kind of quickly go over that route uh, with you as I will be talking about them more in line with uh, the next you know, a couple of days on my, on my Instagram page. So looks like they're doing a big sale, 25% off. And that would cover over 25,000 different products. So for instance, they have the Lexingham press gospels bundles, 18 volumes, normally two ninety nine. with my discount. It'd be two twenty four. They have the pillar, new Testament commentaries, 15 volumes. Normally it's five twenty eight. with my price. It'd be three ninety six. And then they have Reading the Prophets, a Christian, as Christian scripture, a literary, canonical, and theological introduction. For you, it would be thirty-seven forty-nine. And so there's a lot of, uh, those are just the big highlights. There's 25,000 other books included in that, that you can get up to 25% off or more. And I'll have the link in my, uh, sh- in my show notes, as always. I'll have the link in my Instagram bio that you can directly go to it and access these discounts and get yourself some wonderful logos software. Then the other thing for me, you know, that is outside of the ministry aspect is fitness. And as I've said in the last few episodes, the the biggest change for me has come by getting my blood work done and getting my life fixed and getting my hormones in check and giving me the motivation and the strength, the determination to wake up at five in the morning, go to the gym, and get a workout in, come home, take my daughter to school, and then I start my day. And I sit in the office, I get work done, or I come down here to the studio, I get episodes recorded, and and I'm driven all day to get things done. And so you can get your blood work checked, because chances are, if you're a man and you're listening to this show, you have low testosterone. That is just what the statistics point us to, and especially in today's day and age where, uh, you know, testosterone is being destroyed by processed foods and foods and that are high in soy content. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you have low testosterone. And so prime body has, is one of the the most affordable and uh, easy to work with companies that I have come across in my journey. And they give you a full spectrum of the testosterone replacement 
uh, therapy. And so you can get in and get your blood work done. And then you'll have a consultation with a doctor and the doctor will go over all of your results with you and explain what is, what is wrong. And then you'll be like, Holy cow. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so that was the eye opener for me last year. And it has been crucial, uh, every step of the journey of the way for me. So you can get yourself a discount on the blood work and get yourself a discount by signing up monthly using my promo code. And that is simply Alex Zink. So that's that. I, again, you know, I, I say the fitness bit because fitness has been close to my heart for the last 10 years. At one point in my life, I was over 300 pounds. And, um, and then when I had, you know, I had lost all of it and I got down to 185. And then when we had our daughter, I kind of popped back up to about 230. And for the first three and a half years of her life, I was at 230 pounds. And now in the last probably six or seven months, I've dropped uh, 15 pounds and I'm slowly getting back down to that 190 mark. That's my goal. And fitness to me has been, has been everything. And that's why I've partnered with Advanced Molecular Labs or AML for short. And I have partnered with them to be able to offer a discount to up to 25% off their products it does not work on any stacks. And what I mean by that is if you are in the in the fitness world and you buy a pre-workout and a post-workout and you go to their website, they'll have a category that is stacks or they'll show they'll basically sell it in a bundle. And they're already giving you a big discount on those two things or three things and so they won't op, they won't let, you know, the discount code work for it. But if you just buy individual items, you'll get 25% off. And that's uh, sometimes I do both, right? Some, you know, depending on where I'm at in my uh, my supplements, I'll use, I'll get a post and pre workout together, save myself some money, or I'll buy this, that, and the other singly, and I'll use my discount, twenty five percent off, and it's it's uh, Alex Z twenty five, and I'll make sure I put that in the show notes too, and and again, <clears throat> when it comes to that type of thing, fitness is. It's so close and important to my heart because it affects all of us and, and our health determines whether or not we're going to have, you know, many struggles in our lives or if we're going to not deal with that sort of stuff. I think a lot of things in this world are preventative, you know, diabetes and, and obesity and all that stuff that comes from being overweight. Obesity uh, is a major factor in heart attacks and all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. And so if you take care of yourself, and you focus on your your physical and spiritual health by obviously listening to the show and many others, I hope, and being in church and working out and taking care of your family, you will have a very rewarding life. Now, I can't guarantee that because I'm not a prosperity preacher, but uh, I can tell you that even though, uh, like this morning I woke up with a, with a lovely headache, I still got up at 5 o'clock, still put on my clothes, still went to the gym, still lifted and worked out vigorously and... And now I'm at home in my studio recording. And so that drive and motivation um, has been there for the last 20 some days that I've been doing this process in the gym. So, and uh, so that's it, right? That's the, the spews. Um, please DM me if you have questions. I, I'd love to talk to you. And if you have, you know, and I'm not a fitness expert, I'm not a, you know, a, a dietitian or anything like that. I just know from my own personal experience what's worked for me. And I want to help everybody as, as best as I can. So we've got a new book on tap this week. It is Malachi. And uh, we are getting very close to uh, the end of the Old Testament with this particular book. And if you go into the way 
Uh, they have it ordered. Malachi is usually listed as the last book between uh, the Testaments. So we would pin uh, this date to be roughly 430 BC. So about 430 years before the birth of Christ. Uh, this is the uh, last book of the Old Testament is mentioned. Uh, Malachi is our is our author as well as the prophet here in this book, and uh, it's not a long book. Again, being a minor prophet, it's only four chapters. So, uh, in five weeks, we will work through this material. One being the introduction episode, and then a week for each um, particular chapter. So, 430 BC. This kind of falls into the timeline of what uh, of about 500 plus years here. So let's look at this around 516 BC. We had the second temple completed 445 BC. The walls of Jerusalem are restored 430 Malachi is written. And then 334 to 323 BC is the conquests of Alexander the great. And then in 167 BC, we have the Maccabean revolt. So those are some significant historical events that happened right around Malachi writing this letter. So we have um, obviously the same people as being our major focuses in this particular letter. We have the Israelites, we have priests, husbands and wives, sons of Levi, the Lord's messenger, Moses and Elijah the prophet. And what we'll look at next week is uh, an interesting take on um, Genesis and how we go back to Jacob and Esau. And, and then we will see how Paul quotes that as well in Romans 9. And uh, I think this is a fascinating way to approach it and we'll talk about it more next week on this concept of Jacob I loved but Esau I hated and we'll look at that word hatred uh, a little bit closer because I've actually spent a couple weeks now preaching around that concept through the gospel messages so uh, the purpose of this book basically is this Malachi expresses to the Judeans the love of God on account of which he calls for their repentance shocking another minor prophet calling for the repentance of the Israelites or the Judeans, basically the same thing. Now we have this next one here uh, coming towards the very end of the Old Testament. And what's fascinating to me is anytime we read uh, a lot of these later uh, prophets, we would um, be well to know that it was only a few short hundred years before Uh, Christ comes on the scene, but the hypocrisy and the idolatry and all of this wickedness and sinful natures of the Israelites, the Jews uh, have have continued. They did not stop when the prophets came. They may have stopped for a generation or two, but they picked right back up and continued on being disobedient towards God. And then obviously we know when Jesus comes on the scene that Israel uh, is in great dire need of a savior, and Jesus is there preaching the gospel, preaching the kingdom of heaven, and and even still, many don't follow him, which is you know an interesting thing because Paul writes in Romans how he laments over his fellow brethren who were the ones who had Jesus crucified, and they have neglected and re- and rejected the gospel. And Paul basically, you know, says how I wish that I could be the one cut off from Christ in order that my brethren may be saved. And he, he struggles with that because that is really the, the blessing and the curse of Israel throughout its history is 
Uh, not all of them are saved. And he even makes that explicitly clear in Romans 9. Just because you're of the nation of Israel doesn't guarantee salvation. Because salvation doesn't come by bloodline. It doesn't come by inheritance. It comes by the grace of God and the mercy of God upon those who believe. So we've got uh, those interesting few verses that we're going to dig into. And uh, we will uh, pack up, pack unpack the first five or three verses, really. Uh, verses 2 through 5 in the Lord's love for Israel, and we'll look at that next week. But uh, we'll spend uh, some time focusing on these chapters as normal. Uh, They're pretty short, 14 verses for chapter 1, and it looks like 16 for chapter 2. Chapter 3 is going to be about the same 18 verses, and then chapter 4 is only a couple. So we may end up doing chapters 3 and 4. Um, depending on how I want to stack four, because four is only six verses long, but it's the great day of the Lord, and it's often one that's, um, you know, kind of brushed aside or, or misinterpreted. So we could spend a whole day on that. We'll see how I feel. So as we dig into this, uh, let's look at how one would read this book. In the heat of suffering and persecution, Malachi saw the Lord at work to refine and purify the Levites, who were the spiritual leaders of Judah. Their unfaithfulness and impurity had the Lord's attention. Because he loved them, he could not leave them as they were. Here's how Luther takes Malachi. He says, the Hebrews believe that Malachi was Ezra. We let that pass because we we can know nothing certain about him except that, so far as we can gather from this prophecy, he lived not long before Christ's birth and is certainly the last prophet. For he says in chapter 2 and chapter 3 that Christ the Lord shall come soon. He is a final prophet. And this book contains beautiful sayings about Christ and the gospel. He calls it a pure offering in all of the world. And for the gospel, the grace of God is praised. And And that is a true, pure thinking and offering. Again, he prophesizes of the coming of John the Baptist as Christ himself in Matthew 11 interprets that which Malachi in chapter 3 writes, calling John his messenger and Elijah. Beyond that, he denounces his people severely because they do not give the priests their tithes and other services, as he does in chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. Even when they gave them, they did, they did it faithlessly, sick and blemished sheep, for example. Whenever, uh, whatever they did not want for themselves... They had to be good enough for the poor, for the poor preachers and priests. This is the way it usually goes. Those who are true preachers of the word of God must suffer hunger and privation, while false teachers must always have their fill. To be sure, the priests are to be are to are to denounce along with the offerings because they accept those offerings and sacrifices them. Such was the work of Dear Sir Erebus, I want to kind of talk a little bit briefly on what Luther's saying here. He, let's read that line again. He says, those who are true preachers of the word of God must suffer hunger and privation while false teachers must always have their fill. Now think about it this way. If you turn on like TBN, for instance, and you'll always find false preachers there. And in, in their construct of a show, these, these, these individuals are profiteering a false gospel and and they're doing so by by exploiting the backs of the younger and or ignorant 
And they do so by exclaiming that, you know, God is calling for them to give more, to tithe more. And because they basically bring that, you know, and, and then they'll use some, you know, random scriptures that they love to cherry pick. The people just hand over foot, hand them money. And, you know, we, we think today that Christians weren't, weren't so gullible. But, you know, I came across a particular TikTok page. I know TikTok's kind of wacky, but I go there to find all of my uh, lovely posts that I put up on Instagram. But uh, I came across this one page, and it's a guy who runs a company who actively fights against the Indian scammers. And so these scammers will target people in the United States and say their computer's inf- infected with a virus and they're from Microsoft and they need to send, you know, four or five or $800 or whatever it is to uh, get their computer cleaned and fixed. And then what will happen is, is they'll uh, do a remote session and log into this computer through uh, like a, a team viewer type session and they will uh, take control, upload some, some re- some really basic malware or viruses and uh, and then they'll take over from there. And this page goes out and talks to these people who are scammed and it's just it's always interesting because it's not the it's not always the older generation. It's just it, it, it covers so many people. Those who uh, I know in my age group that are just not really technically savvy are able to be deceived. and and it's an alarming rate because, we would think, well, everybody has, everybody should have a computer. Everybody knows the internet. Everybody knows not to, you know, take random calls or click on, click on unknown links and stuff like that. But they still do it. Even when I worked security in, in my last company, uh, network security, I would run simulated tests across a company at random times. And I still had people that clicked on links thinking that they were doing what they should do. And we know that that is just bad behavior. So it doesn't, shock me as a as a preacher to find so many people falling hand over foot for false teachers and luther makes its statement pretty clear and and pretty bold in fact because if we compare the true authentic preachers of the word of god versus those who are false we we see such a contrast in livelihood i, I live in a small town in iowa i you know i don't pull in a lot of salary I have enough to pay for my bills and, and put food on the table and, and take care of my kids and my wife and myself. And I'm not in here raking in millions of dollars. Meanwhile, if I were to just jot down to like Des Moines and go to some of the mega churches down there, I would venture to say there's pastors there with six figure salaries. And I know uh, that that kind of goes across the U S that these bigger churches bring in more money. And because they do so, they, pay their pastors an exorbitant amount of money. And some of them will pull in millions of dollars a year in revenue and pay their pastors millions of dollars. And so it's, it's really uh, quite ridiculous. I mean, just look at the, you know, the, the Furtick's and the Michael Todd's and Joel Osteen's and all them, you know, Kenneth Copeland's another terrible example, but all of these guys who need their private jets and have their expensive clothing and their, uh, ridiculous livelihoods, their houses that are, you know, 10,000 plus square feet or, and they sit on multiple acreages and they have their own private, everything, gym, swimming pool, basketball court, tennis courts, movie theater, bowling alley, whatever it is. These guys live a high life. And it's true because they exploit the ignorant 
and they run around corrupted and corrupting those around them with a false gospel. And so we have to be very vigilant and discerning of these individuals, and we have to find where is the true gospel, and that is obviously not from those peddling that false narrative. Luther continues, he says, But God here declares that he is greatly displeased with this. He calls such faithlessness and wickedness an offense against himself. On account of it, God threatens to leave them and take the Gentiles as his people, which, in fact, he will do so as Paul becomes the uh, the apostle to the Gentiles. Afterward, he denounces the priests, particularly because of the, they falsified the word of God and taught it faithlessly and thereby deceived many. And because they abused their priestly office, not by rebuking those who offered blasphemous things or were otherwise unrighteous, and by praising them instead and calling them righteous to gain contributions and profit for them. In this way, Erebus, in concern for the belly, has always injured the word and worship of God. They always turn preachers into hypocrites. He denounces them because they are grieved. They, uh, they grieved their wives and despised them and thereby defiled their own sacrifices and worship. For the law of Moses forbade the offering of impure sacrifices to God, and those who were impure dared not sacrifice or eat of the sacrifice. This is what they, this is what they brought about who grieved their wives and made them weep and tried to justify their actions by the example of Abraham, who had cast out and grieved his Hagar, as Genesis 21 states. However, Abraham had not done this because of his ill will, just as he had not taken Hagar to be his wife because of a whim. So Luther goes on and he's got all these lectures on uh, minor prophets and deals with all of these uh, individuals much more thoroughly verse by verse. And again, as I've stated before, Luther's pretty long winded and uh, as, as being long winded, he does get a lot of interesting points and he does cultivate a lot of perspectives that are fascinating to uh, unpack. So uh, I have Luther's works. I might visit them from time to time when dealing with some of these passages, but uh, we'll, we'll see how I, I feel going, going into the rest of the Malachi study. So some challenges for the readers, uh, really the identifying of the author. Malachi literally means my messenger, and the prophet's identity is never really revealed. He is likely a member of the, Levit of the Levitical priesthood who witnessed the corruption and indifference uh, he rebukes throughout the book. The rhetorical questions the prophet asks, 22 questions in just 55 verses. He uses these questions to argue against the Judeans and accuse them as people who certainly know better and to pursue the sins that were distracting them from the true worship. So blessings for the readers. If, as you read Malachi, consider and answer his questions honestly in the view of the Lord's commands and the promises in view of your life. The fire of his teachings will sear the, the dose of your indifference and bring forth tears of sincere repentance. Treasure, must, treasure most of all his precious word about the appearance of Jesus Christ, our Savior, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4 the messenger of a better covenant. So that's kind of the the, the framework to Malachi. Let's look at the outline, um, what we'll see in the coming weeks on the show. Uh, we open with God's love for Israel in chapter 1, verses 2 through 5. Uh, and then we have 
the Lord reminds Israel of his love in chapter in verse two, and then the Lord defeats Judah's enemies, verses three through five. Uh, then section two, condemnation of the priests. This is going to take us from ch- verse six through cha- uh, chapter two, verse nine. And this is broken into a couple categories here. A is the Lord is father and master of all. This is verse six in chapter one. And then B is a little bit longer. B picks up verse seven, goes through verse nine of chapter two. How the priests have despised the Lord's name. They've offered polluted sacrifices, falling to failing to teach rightly. Uh, section three, the people must be faithful through proper marriage practice. This is verses 10 through 16. And in these six verses, we have the Lord is father and creator of all, verse 10. And then verses 11 through 16, the people are faithless to their spouses and to God's law. Section four, the Lord will establish justice through his messenger. This is verse 17 of chapter two through verse five of chapter three. The Lord accuses his people in verse 17. And then in chapter 3, verse 1 through 5, we have God will send his messenger to establish justice. And then verse 6 through 15 of chapter 3, we have the next section, a call to return to the Lord in repentance. And we have the people accused of robbing God, verses 6 through 9. And then verses 10 through 12, the Lord offers blessings in return for full tithes. And verses 13 through 15, we have the people accused of harsh words against God. And we have the uh, uh, section six, we have the ones who fear the Lord are remembered by him. This is uh, will take us the rest of the book uh, up to verse three of chapter four. And then we have the final words four through six of chapter four. They call to observe the law of Moses and the promise of the great prophet. So not a long book, but there's a lot of sections in here and there's a lot of divisions that we'll work through. And we will uh, make sure we, we spend our due diligence tracking through this properly as we have the last, you know, however many minor prophets we've done, eight or so, I think by now. Uh, I've kind of lost track of counting. But uh, again, I don't know if we're going to wrap this little series with Malachi. We've been in it for quite a while. Um, we really, we, we concluded the eschatology series and then we went right into the least of these. And that has kind of cascaded with us for uh, the last, you know, almost probably year. And I, cause I think we finished around August of last year. And so we are now in September and we are uh, continuing on. This will take us probably through part of October by the time we're done with the show. And so from there, I don't know if we're going to keep going with the minor prophets or if we're going to shift gears and do something a little different. We're going to actually look at some gospels and things like that. Uh, I, I think we might end up doing that just because I want to ch- change the pace of the show a little bit. I've really enjoyed these minor prophets and it helps me familiarize myself with the old Testament better. And I can read these verse by verse and understand them and unpack them for you because I'll tell you this as being a preacher, we can never exhaust the scripture and being a preacher, I'm always learning something. And so every time I read these, Something new strikes me, something new steps out and allows me to teach you. So if I do like Malachi today and then in five years I read Malachi again for you, I'll have a different perspective in five years. And uh, same thing with any book of the Bible. If I, you know, That's why the lectionary for the church is done every three years. And so uh, it, it recycles itself. Every three years you'll hear the same passage because every three years it seems like there's different things that the preacher can focus on. 
and different things that are pressing for the congregation. And so we'll, we'll, we'll consider that. I have no problems doing, you know, all 66 books of the Bible numerous times. Uh, we might even touch on the Apocrypha and look at other constructs of biblical canon through other viewpoints. Uh, we'll see how that goes in the future, but that's down the road tremendously. So that's going to wrap today's show. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Um, again, I, I, if you've made it this far, what I, I, I know I always start the show with like 10 minutes of commentaries and commercials and, pro- and pushing product and stuff on you. But I, I, do, I do do these things because they mean so much to me. The show has been a tremendous blessing. You as a listener have been a tremendous blessing. And if you could support the show and keep us going into the future, that would be uh, that would make me speechless, and I would be so blessed to to uh, to have that. And everything else, the logos, the prime body, the the supplements, all that stuff means a lot to me as well. Logos is the only platform I use for Bible study, and prime body and the supplements AML they have kept me going. You know, right before I got on this, got on the mic, I took a dopa rush shot, and it's a dopamine enhancer, and it, and it gets me the caffeine, and it gives me. Uh, the mental cognitive function to be able to think quickly on my feet and AML sells the best in the market. There's, you know, you think about drinking Red Bull with Red Bull without all the sugar and all the extra crap, but then you also get the cognitive function benefits of, of the Red Bull or, you know, of the dopamine enhancer, you know, without all the, the sugar and artificial junk that Red Bull has, it's, that's what it is. It's just way better and it's better for you and you could take it daily and, uh, you know, that's what I do to go through my, go through my stuff. You know, tomorrow morning I'm going to be traveling Monday. I'm going to be traveling. Um, so I'm going to take some shots with me and then Sunday before I preach, uh, or any preaching sessions during the week, I always have one before I get out and on the pulpit. So they help me just to center my thoughts, calm my nerves and allow me to focus on the content in front of me. So these things mean a lot to me. And so I, I, I know sometimes I hear people, oh, I just skip the first few minutes because you're just always talking about the same thing. And then I, and I apologize for that, but I don't at the same time, because I know these things are important for your livelihood as, as it is for mine. And so maybe we'll, I'll try to come up with more of a scripted, uh, commercial base. And maybe if we have to cut the shows down or we'll put the, you know, the quote unquote Alex commercials in the middle of it, to keep us at that 30 minute mark I will I will work on something like that I know I've said it for a while but now that things are slowing down a little bit I should be able to do so that's it ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in have a great week get to church on Sunday God bless with love y'all
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.